0: Well, you may have heard recently in the news that the University of Victoria is planning budget cuts for the 2024-2025 school year, citing declining international student enrollment as the main reason. Four uh, percent of the university's operating budget, around $13 million, is uh, on the chopping block. This all comes after uh, the federal government announced in January that it was uh, there was a temporary cap on new international student visas. Uh, the visas that would be issued for international International students will go down from 560,000 uh, people uh, to 364,000 in 2024. Now, business leaders in uh, BC's capital say that the new cap on international student visas requires... A serious rethink. Now, many people have said that the international student numbers that have grown so significantly are putting pressure on Canada's housing system. Uh, But uh, Greater Victoria's Chamber of Commerce CEO Bruce Williams say there has to be other ways to deal with the housing crisis that doesn't include a cap. Uh, Bruce Williams, as I said, is the CEO of the Greater Victoria Chamber of Commerce, and he joins us now. Bruce, thank you for joining us today.
1: Good to be here, Jeff. Thanks for the call.
0: Uh, There's been a lot of uh, conversation around the issue of international students. Uh, Many people uh, supported what the federal government uh, uh, did a few weeks ago in regards to putting a cap on the international student number. Your organization has some concerns about it. Uh, Why is this such a big deal for the Greater Victoria Chamber of Commerce?
1: Uh, Well, it's the same as it's a good uh, big deal, rather, for pretty much any chamber who is affiliated with a post-secondary community anywhere. Uh, This is going to be a huge impact on revenue for post-secondaries across the country. Um, International students are a major source of revenue. Uh, They pay full tuition, as you know, whereas domestic students don't. That means that domestic students have the ability to study at a greater rate because of the revenue provided by international students. So there's a whole long list of things about this. There was some indication that the the move was made because of a number of housing units uh, that international students um, take up. Mm -hmm. The better solution for that is to build more on-campus housing, right? Because if you put them on-campus housing, that also means that it frees up those units in the general population for workers because workers are having a difficult time finding a place to live, and that impacts the price of it all. But at the same time, when you look at the role of an international student as a potential worker in the future, as an educated and skilled worker, uh, we're not going to be replenishing our our worker supply as people retire. So we need the skills that they're going to be acquiring from their post-secondary studies to keep our economy moving.
0: But is the system uh, just structurally uh, in trouble when we have to rely on international students to subsidize the basic system, which should be, at its core, educating young people in British Columbia first and foremost?
1: Um, well, I think the international students enrich our culture. Frankly, I think that what they bring from their homeland to us really helps us educate ourselves on who they are and what they do. Uh, and the the diversity within our culture is very important to make us a world class city or municipality or whatever it might be. Um, it's always been that way. International students have always been a factor in this. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it's just it's something that it, the system itself is flawed as it really needs to have an overhaul. Uh, There's universities and colleges in Ontario, for example, that have massive numbers of international students simply because they see it as a source of revenue. That means that places like uh, UBC and Langara and UVic and Camosun College don't have access to those visas because they're all tied up at these other schools. There's one school in Ontario that, through bringing in international students, has created a reserve fund of $600 million. What do you think UVic or Camosun or BCIT could do with $600 million? Right, so they need to find a way to make the distribution of these visas more equitable.
0: It is partially the problem you, you, you brought up, Camosun uh, on the island, the uh, University of Victoria. Part of the issue here is just private schools that that that, that perhaps uh, have caused the bulk of these th- these problems. Not all private schools, but some of them have just turned into diploma mills. Uh, in many cases, some kids students not even showing up for class is just a way to get into Canada uh, as an immigrant, a different type of immigrant, uh, and this is what caused these issues to the point now that we are hearing of UVic, of course, saying they're going to have to cut back on their budget and potential layoffs and other colleges as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is a problem. As I say, it's kind of a systemic issue with this whole plan that needs to have an audit or a, a re-looking at it anyway, somehow, uh, because it's not working. It needs to be more equitable. It needs to be something that, like, a lot, like you say, a lot of the private schools are, are not really turning out graduates that necessarily are of great value to our economy, yet they are tying up those international student visas which in some cases, again, as you said, are just a way to get them into Canada.
0: So, so the focus in your mind should be building more student housing. You, Vic, I know when I was in MLA, there was an announcement uh, for U- the University of Victoria uh, and its, uh, it ne- its needs for new housing, and, and it was built. Uh, y- your concern is more so at the college level, the Camosun Colleges, the Langueras, the Kwantlen's. Uh, that's where we should be focusing our energy on in regards to um, building student housing.
1: No, I think all of them. There is one thing that, and I hope I'm going to explain this correctly, um, in the post-secondary world, universities are allowed to incur debt for things like building housing. Community colleges are not. Commotion College doesn't have one single student housing unit because they can't find the financial support to make it happen. So a re-examination of that would be a good idea if the province was to look at making it possible for uh, post-secondaries on the community college level to create housing because the cost recovery, and that's quite fast, it's immediate. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something that probably needs to be looked at.
0: Do you think this, the schools, though, whether it's UVic or Camosun or any school here in British Columbia, you did, you pointed out Ontario, and that's where I think the real challenges lie, although some schools here will be impacted in British Columbia with with, the, with these caps, of course. Um, but these schools have also become just too reliant on the international student money that, look, UVic should still have enough of demand and probably an endowment not to have to cut, even though they are cutting 4%, but some of these other colleges as well, that we have enough of a demand locally here and perhaps not having to rely so much on international students.
1: Well, I think if they'd been given more notice, it wouldn't be the situation, but this just kind of dropped out of the sky, and everybody was surprised by it and they they haven't really heard the final decision on what it's going to look like but if some if some consultation would have been helpful too because there wasn't any mm-hmm. and uh, the fed just went ahead with this and, and made it happen so it's not a great plan, and it's one that probably should have had more diligence put into it
0: why is this a priority for Uh, the Greater Victoria Chamber of Commerce. You've got lots of other issues, uh, like any uh, business organization. Why is this a priority for you?
1: Uh, Because we hear about the workforce issues, the challenges that people have in finding uh, employees right now, uh, skilled and unskilled. Uh, These students also bring economic commerce. They bring money. They, They spend while they're here. And the creation of workforce is something that's a huge priority right now as people are either retiring or leaving this jurisdiction because of the cost of living. And they are going back to Alberta, back to Saskatchewan, or even back to their home country or something. But the creation of workforce is a big priority right now because the the economy is not functioning at its highest capacity. And these students would be a part of that.
0: If the University of Victoria has already said they're cutting back 4%, that's about $13 million. uh, Do you see more uh, announcement like that uh, on island uh, institutions like Camosun, Vancouver Island University, uh, as such?
1: North Island College? Um, I can't say for sure. Um, I would anticipate that happening, though. You, uh, Vic, were just the first ones out of the gate, but you have to think that that same circumstance will apply to all the post-secondaries across the province.
0: Bruce, as always, thank you for your time.
1: Appreciate it, Jess.